listening to Rising Above with Becky Davidson. We have to find ways to be amused because sometimes it, it, it can be sad, but we, it, it, we just laugh about it. And now we just try to find funny things that we can just find joy and laughter in. That's really important to have people that, that build you up. Welcome to Rising Above with Becky Davidson, where we hear from special needs families who rise above difficult circumstances and discover that joy can be found in every story. Thank you for joining us. Here's your host, Becky Davidson. Hey friends, I am so glad that you are joining us for this week's episode. Now, you know, By the Brook is coming up this summer on June 21st and 22nd, but I don't know if you heard the news yet or not, but the Take Heart Moms Sarah Klein, Amy Brown, and Carrie Holt are going to be live here in Cookville to be part of By the Brook 2024. Also, our friends Melanie Gomez and Sandy Ramsey Travick will be some of our main stage speakers, and they are so looking forward to getting to meet you in person. We are planning an amazing weekend for moms of individuals with disabilities, and we want you to be able to join us. Now, you can join us live here in person or virtually, and the early bird tickets to be part of the live experience here in Cookville are on sale now. Early bird ticket prices, though, end at the end of February, so be sure to get your ticket soon to take advantage of the early bird price. You know, I am so grateful for the friends that God has placed in my life as I have raised my son, John Alex. And one of my, okay, so let's say longest friendships instead of oldest friendships is with my friend, Dawn Fry. And I met Dawn shortly after her son, Austin, was diagnosed with autism and we became fast friends. And we have walked through a lot of life together. Dawn is a friend who will be with you through thick and thin and someone you can always count on to be there for you. I'm so grateful for her and her friendship. She's also an attorney and she serves on our local school board and she also happens to be the chair of our board here at Rising Above. She is married to Sean, who serves as a judge and mom to adult twins, Sydney and Austin. Now, if you've been to Buy the Brook before, then you have seen Dawn in action during Special Needs Live, and she'll be back with us again this year to be part of Buy the Brook 2024 as well. So here is my friend Dawn Fry as we have a conversation about our friendship and about how life looks now that her son is growing into adulthood. Hey, Dawn, how are you? I'm very good. How are you? I am so glad to see you. I'm good. And I love that you are sitting across from me here in the studio. I am happy to be here. I feel like I haven't seen you in like forever. And so it's kind of sad that we have to like record a podcast to get to see each other. Get together. I know. I know. So I'm, I'm glad to see you. And, you know, when I look back over all of my friends on this journey, you and I have been friends goodness since our kids were little. little I mean like Austin was probably two, two. I know and yeah. he's now 21 20. yeah yes so are we telling our age here when we're talking about probably this? yeah I think we're telling on ourselves yeah. here but no we have been friends for so long and just kind of walked through a lot of different things together absolutely you know you were there right there with us when Jeff was sick and mm-hmm. when he passed away and 
you know, you did our conservatorship. I mean, there's just so many things along our journey that you have been part of our story. Well, I am honored to have been there. And I just love you and I'm grateful for you. Thank you. But, you know, we talked about, you know, we met probably when Austin was about two. And I remember, you know, I knew your parents before I actually knew you. And I remember little Austin coming in to different events and things we were doing, his little glasses. Yes. And how cute. So cute. So stinking cute. Cute. But I remember just having conversations with your mom and they were like, we're wondering if something's not, you know, something's not quite right. And so tell us a little bit about those early days. And um, Austin's a twin. He is a twin. So go back and kind of tell us a little bit about his birth story and about those early days of discovering, you know, something is a little a little okay. mess here. All right. Well, we're going way back. Yeah, we're going. I know. Can you remember? Uh, I, I know. I can remember most of it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, so, yes, I have twins, boy-girl twins, and they were born at 34 weeks in a day, so they were um, early. And um, Sydney, uh, my daughter, uh, stayed in Cookville, and Austin, of course, was transferred to the NICU in Nashville. And... Sydney was in the hospital for nine days, and Austin was in Nashville for 11. And then when they came home, of course, these were my, our first children. We mm-hmm. had no idea what, yeah, young what, mom, it, what, any, of it, what right. any of it meant. But it really didn't take long to see that Austin just was not happy. Mm-hmm. You couldn't make him happy. Wow. You couldn't. Yeah. He was, you know, just everything. Everything seemed to bother him, mm-hmm. and it wasn't the same for Sydney. And, of course, you're not supposed to compare, and I— because everybody's different. And then, but as they began to progress, it he it was like he didn't even notice that he had a sister. Mm. Like she was there. And he, in his, he babbled some, but then there was a point where it was like, he just, it shut down. Mm. And then he really went into his own little world and not um, uh, really participating. He didn't, play with peers. He didn't mm-hmm. do any of those typical things that yeah. you're you're looking uh, for kids to do. He lined things up. He you know, did you know, look down lines and, mm-hmm. and held things in front of his face in just odd ways. So there were lots of things that, that just, you know, made yeah. us, con- made me concerned mm-hmm. that something's just not right. And I, um, I had taken him, you know, to the pediatrician and asked because I didn't, I'd never even heard the word autism. Mm, I, I didn't yeah. know what that was. Mm-hmm. And our pediatrician at the time told us that it was, you know, how about, you know, here's some disciplinary, you know, oh, right. measures, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, this, this, this just doesn't sound mm. right to me. Something's just not right. And someone then suggested to me that I go to TEIS mm-hmm. and we did. Which is early for those who oh, are right. out of state. That's our early intervention. Yeah. Tennessee, in Tennessee. early intervention yeah. systems. And so I called someone from there, and that began the actual journey of yeah. uh, an autism diagnosis and all that came after yeah. that. And so, you know, you're a young mom. Mm-hmm. You are. You've got these two babies, and you, you know, they're they're. How old was Austin when you got the diagnosis? He was two and a half. Two and a half. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're looking, and and can you remember? I mean, I know that was a long time ago, but like, how were you feeling at that moment of like? Getting that diagnosis, where I didn't really know you that well. I know you well now, but at that point, were you did did it impact you in like I'm going to go research and find all these things, or did it kind of take you under for a little bit? It it took me under for a little mm-hmm. bit. I mean, it was it was devastating because mm-hmm. that's not what you signed up for, right? right? Um, 
So it did. And then I kind of switched into the research, mm-hmm. get it done, let's find yeah. some answers um, mode. Uh, my husband, Sean, he, he probably went under for mm-hmm. longer than I. Yeah. It was more difficult and mm-hmm. I was doing all that legwork. But yeah, it, it was it was yeah. pretty devastating. Well, I remember um, you guys coming to we when we did our monthly Rising Above services. And I remember so vividly Austin coming to the services and how cute he was and how he loved the keyboard. He that was the keyboard. That little picture of him sitting next to the guy playing the keyboard. Precious. Yes, it absolutely is so precious. precious. And But I remember us having a conversation way back then and you basically saying like, did I do something? What did right. I do wrong that caused this? So go back right. to right. that. What am I being punished for? Yeah. How were you right. feeling then? I, I I was feeling that, you know, that the Lord for some reason was punishing me or mm-hmm. for something that I had done or um, something that I hadn't repented of. I, I didn't know, but I felt like it was a punishment. Mm-hmm. And I, I it was it was very hard. And how did you process through that? Because you don't feel that way at all now. No. Yeah. No, I don't. Of course, you shared the verse that Jeff always, yeah. Jeff always shared that, you know, this is. This from is John, the, the John, John 9. Yes. Yeah. That, you know, that it it's it's done for, so that God's glory can be mm-hmm. shown through him, not because of anything. That you've that, done. That we've done. And that verse, and then just the community that I was able, mm-hmm. you know, with you guys and, and other friends and just working through that mm-hmm. um, and getting to where yeah. I am today. Yeah. And it's a process. It is a process. Yeah. And, you know, and I suspect, um, you know, there's some listeners who, who have either felt that or feel that right now. Like, right. what did I do wrong? Why is God punishing me? But when you look at Austin now, what do you see? I mean, do you, I know you don't feel that way now no. at all. And so, but when you look at him now, what do you see? Oh, he's, he's amazing. And he, I mean, he just has insight to things that, and especially people when they're upset, he seems to really have, you know, a connection when when he understands. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he understands when people and notices when people are upset and need some Mm -hmm. encouragement Mm -hmm. or need something. And that, and that really weighs heavily on him when people are, are, you know, hurting or have, but, but yeah, it is. And he's so funny. Yeah, he is so funny. And he's just matter of fact. And I mean, if he says it, it's truth. Yeah. And if it hurts your feelings, I'm real sorry. Real sorry about that. You know, at our last worship night, I mean, he just, he came up to me just in his very monotone voice, but it was like, I came to give you a hug. And I'm like, oh, buddy, thank you. I needed a hug. And it was just, you know, just so sweet and loving and kind. And I remember, oh my goodness, when... It was Jeff had passed away, mm-hmm. and we're having his funeral, and there was the big storms that were forecasted yes. for that day. That's right. And Austin prayed. I remember you telling me Austin prayed that the rain would stay away until after the funeral, and it did. And it did. I mean, we were leaving the cemetery, and the raindrops started falling. Yeah. And God heard that prayer from yeah. Austin, and just so he just has a really kind. Kind heart. kind heart, yeah, he does. 
Absolutely. And, and he, so he's 21 now. He he's goes, who's, he's still in the school system. He's still so in the school system. tell us about system. what his school day looks like. What does that look like? Sure. So here in Putnam County, we have a program through the school system that's called the Independence Program. And that's for our 18 to 22 year olds that did not graduate with a gen ed diploma. And they're still working towards maybe their special ed diploma or their occupational mm-hmm. diploma. And they work on life skills. So, and it meets on Tennessee Tech's campus. So in his mind, he's, he's going college. to college, yeah. right? So they work on budgeting and they work on um, just money things. And once a week they eat out and they do restaurant carts and learning how to order from mm-hmm. the menu and all those sorts of things. And then he has a couple of jobs that he goes to that the that the class takes him to during the week. And he, he really loves school because last mm. week here, you know, we had Stomageddon. Yeah, right. And we missed a whole week of school mm-hmm. and he started off okay. Yeah. But then by about Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like, he was like, yeah. I mean, in, in, in he doesn't realize it's because he's not in school, but mm-hmm. he was, he just got to be unpleasant Yeah, and it was hard. And, and so now, I mean, that just kind of then goes into like, okay, so he's going to be, this is his last yes. year. And so he's last year in the school system. So what's that going to look like? I know. Well, he's going to graduate in May. And I don't know what that's going to look yeah, like. Yeah, we're like, uh, don't. I'm know. working on that. Yeah. Um. Just again, reaching out to people, saying what what's out there, what what can we do? Mm-hmm. And my thought is that um, I will, I'm going to get the schedule that he had in school, and then I'll see if I can mimic that at all mm-hmm. during his week. With his um, ECF choices, right funds that he mm-hmm. receives from the state, hiring someone that can do those things, so trying to have structure mm-hmm. each day for him yeah. with with someone. Will his jobs be able to continue? I, yes, I believe his jobs will be able to continue, yeah. and I know they will. I know they're going to be able to continue. I just need someone that can go with him, that can go with yeah. him or or take him, and I I certainly can do that. But I mean. He's 21. He, he, doesn't, want, he doesn't want to be hanging with his mom. mother. Yep, yep. And if I'm going to work, then I need right. someone that can take him yeah. to and from his jobs. So and that's so what I'm working on. He works for a caterer, right? He works for a caterer. And he lo- what, is he, what else does he do there? What are some of the things he does? He does food prep. I love that. He does food prep and um, they love him there. Mm-hmm. And he loves being there. Yeah. Um, lots of jobs he can do on his own. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need the help, but they like to give him new things and he does need... A little assistance, a little assistance yeah. yeah. And then he works at our coffee shop here, at the our Exceptional coffee Bean. Shop, the Exceptional Bean. He works on Mondays at and the Exceptional Bean for a couple of what hours. What does he do? With He's a bean. greeter. He's a greeter at mm-hmm. the Bean. Mm-hmm. Love that. And, uh, you know, like you said, he's just, he's a joy. He and is he's a joy. funny. He is very funny. And, uh, you know, I know that it's going to be a shift, though, you know. It I is, it is going to be a shift because last week, you know, showed us that he was fine, you know, Monday, mm-hmm. Tuesday, and then Wednesday got a little worse, and then third, you know, it got worse and worse. Yeah. Him just being unpleasant to be around. Mm. That's because he didn't have the structure. Yeah. So you've got to. So you're going to have to build that. For yeah, him. I'm going to have to build that structure yeah. somehow. Well, I have no doubt you will do that. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to try. It's yeah. going to be very difficult, but I'm yeah. going to try. But I think, and I think, like you said, and you work. You are an attorney. I am. You're an attorney, and your husband. It's a newly named judge mm-hmm. here He's in the our criminal town. court judge. He's the criminal. So I'm, I, I will hopefully never see him in court. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> call me. Yeah, I'll call you first. Call yeah. me if something yeah. bad happens. Yeah. Um, but you guys are, I mean, you're busy and you, you know, you've got 
lots going on with just professionally what you do. You do adoptions, I do and, adoptions. and you're also on the school board. I mean, so I, I'm on the Putnam County School Board, yes. So you keep it, you know, you've got a lot going on. Yes. So how how do you for yourself as as a mom, as a wife, I mean, how do you find time to even do anything for you? I mean, because you were like, you were busy all the time. Yeah. I, I, I schedule it yeah. in and we have to schedule it in advance mm-hmm. and put it in my calendar in advance. Yeah. And um, my husband and I try to take a vacation each year, just us. And so we just have to put it on planning. the calendar. Yeah. Just got to put it on the calendar. Yeah. Um, and of course, right now it's with, you know, our, our daughter, Sydney, she's at UT in Knoxville. Mm-hmm. She's a psychology major. Yeah. So her... Her expertise is is coming in very handy these days. Um, she'll also graduate in May, but with Austin in school, that makes it a little easier for us to be able to do that because he has somewhere to go, mm-hmm. you know, every day. And then yeah. my mom can pick him up yeah. and and that sort of thing. But really, just scheduling it and just making it a priority, yeah. you know. Because when I um, do workouts, I love yeah. to work out, and I, and I knew this, but it just it was a reminder when the person that was oh, the video that I was doing when she said it, she said, when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, true, true. And, and yeah. I mean, you know, you know no, that. Right, right. But I think you say, when you say yes to something, you don't think about, okay, what, what am I saying no to mm-hmm. if I do this? Yeah. So I'm saying no to family. I'm saying no mm-hmm. to something I can do for mm-hmm. myself. So I think that's, I don't know, it just, yeah, it just hit me it different. Hit you. She, it yeah. hit me different when she said it, so... Well, Austin does school. He works. What else does he enjoy doing? What are some other things? Like if, he, if he's just hanging out at home, what does he enjoy doing? He, um, we have a Wii. Yeah. He loves yeah. to play the Wii. Yeah. He has, he loves the sports games mm-hmm. um, up there. And I can hear him upstairs on the Wii stomping around. How doing funny. Because we, we have the old balance board and all that stuff. So yeah. he loves all of that. Um, he loves um, the computer. And he loves, oddly enough, he loves to clean Oh, I did not know and that. And that is not a bad thing. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. He probably vacuums a little more than we need vacuumed, but, you know. You know. Whatever. Hey. And it doesn't matter if you're watching something or you're on the telephone or whatever. He's if, just going to pull the vacuum If he feels out. he needs to vacuum, he's vacuuming. I yeah. love that. Well, yeah. he can come to my house. I'll, I'll tell him. And he can, yeah, help me him. out there. So you talked about Sydney, and mm-hmm. you know, that's his sister. And they have a very unique relationship. And I love how it has progressed over the years. Now, I remember early on when uh, they were smaller, younger. And what was it? I think Sydney used to say, I wonder what all the, what was it? I wonder was, what the typical families are doing today. <laughs> like y'all would be doing something related to Austin. Yes. And she'd be like, okay. I wonder what the typical families are doing today. But you, one of the things I, that always stood out to me was that you always made sure to make sure Sydney was seen and you would do a special day or two with her. Yes. So what, what remind us of that? Yes. And it, it's, it's always very difficult to balance those things. Mm-hmm. And I think she would even say that she felt like she got, and I know she would say that yeah. she got forgotten mm-hmm. lots of times. Yeah. But I tried really hard um, to be at all the things that she was doing. But then a couple of times a year, and it was in, for us, it was always Santa's workshop mm-hmm. that is in November of each year. And she would just skip school. Yeah. We just wouldn't go to school. Yeah. She wouldn't go to school. And mm-hmm. we would go to Santa's workshop together. Because yeah. um, Austin was Because Austin was at school. Yeah. Yes. So it was our anti-autism day. <laughs> yeah. So y'all could just be you. Just be and us just and, and no Austin. Yeah. yeah. And so how has there, I mean, I know as with any siblings, there's that, you know, 
animosity and things that happen in, in a relationship. But as they've gotten older, um, Sydney was actually, if anybody listened to the sibling podcast, Sydney was on yes. the sibling podcast. And I love I mean, She said, he's my best friend. I can talk to him about anything. Yeah. And so tell us about them today and their relationship today, because she's been away at college now for what, four years? Almost four years because she graduates in May. Yeah. And so how has their relationship shifted and changed over the years? Well, I would say that she um, she is really good at talking with him. Mm. So whenever something goes, is not going well or I need something explained to him. Mm -hmm. I can call her and she does an excellent job of explaining things to him. And he misses her and he is so excited when she comes home. But then after two or three days, he's like, when are you going back? Oh, funny. So we've kind of gotten to that point where he's used to being the only kid in the house. Yeah. But, um, and he, and she's, she's actually told him things that, and told him not to tell anybody. And he didn't. Right. So, um, she got a tattoo. Yeah, okay. And and he told, she told him he did not tell us. He kept the he secret. He kept her secret. Yeah. yeah. And so she can trust him. Yeah. And so it's been sweet to see that relationship, how they have, how it's shifted yes. and grown as they've gotten yes. older. And, yes. You know, and, you know, something I love about Austin, he he is a good friend and he wants friendships and he wants to be in relationships with people. And so, and that's not always easy for our kids. That's right. So talk a little bit about that. And I know there was a season he had a girlfriend and yes. and all of that, but that didn't end so well. That didn't end well. And so kind yeah. of talk about Austin and friendships and relationships and kind of um, what that's been like for him and for you guys. Are you a mom or female caregiver raising an individual with special needs? We'd love to invite you to our yearly event created just for you called By the Brook. In 2024, you can join us live in Cookville, Tennessee, or from wherever you are around the world for a weekend of encouragement, respite, and time together with other moms who get it. Join us on June 21st through 22nd, 2024. Um, what that's been like for him and for you guys. Yeah, that it's they're, they're really hard to cultivate mm-hmm. um, for him, but he um, and he wants those friendships, and he has a few friends that he talks with on the phone. Um, he doesn't ever really want to invite anybody to the house, but I don't. I think that's okay with him. Right. Um, but he's been able to go to like the gathering, which is the mm-hmm. college ministry at at our mm-hmm. church, mm-hmm. and he loves to do that. And I think they all love him mm-hmm. from all from all yeah. reports that I am getting. But it it is very difficult. He has you know just a couple of people that he really likes, and every year he has a um, New Year's Eve party. Okay, I mean we invite the same, I did same, not know the that. same three people every year. So they come, and this year they usually they'll come about because it's New Year's Eve. They'll come at like five, uh-huh. and then about eight they're done. They're like I'm over it. Right. Yeah. Well, this year they came about five, and they sat upstairs. They watched a movie. We could hear them up there laughing, and they were all there till ten. So which is a big deal wow. for Austin. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's difficult, and it, it always and it it does break my heart because mm-hmm. I, I want I want to get him involved with mm-hmm. you know play in things that he can make more friends. Right, uh, it's just hard to find those mm-hmm. things where where people well, get him. He, that's and, right, and, and will appreciate yes. him and his yes. unique. Well, he does. You know, he has he has a unique way of he doing is, he things. He has some and, unique stuff and some stuff that he's not very um, flexible on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
like music. Okay. Not well, flexible with music. Okay. He sort of likes country music now. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. And if and if you don't like country music or... Too he bad. Can't. Yeah, he can't with yeah. that. So yeah, I've heard him make some comments about some of your music. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We won't go there. But he doesn't <laughs> like. He doesn't like my music. Yeah, so. that's so funny. Well, I know you guys had. You've been kind of in a hard season with him trying to meet, meet a goal. Yes, it just hasn't happened. And yes. he's been trying to get his driver's license. He has. He's been trying to get his learner's permit. Okay, get his learner's permit. Yes. Yeah, and it's the test. You know, he has yeah. to take the test. And um, quite frankly, the test is discriminatory from the get-go mm-hmm. because of the wording that they use. And mm-hmm. it's not just for our, you know, persons yeah. with disabilities. I mean, it's just it's just anybody. They use words sometimes that, I mean, you don't need to do that. Or I'm trying to think of one, but even just like using freeway. Okay, we don't, we don't use, use freeway right. in Tennessee. Right. So when he sees that on a right. test, I, he's like, what's the freeway? Right. They just, I mean, the test. It's just a stupid test. I'm just <laughs> going to tell you. But he has worked, and we've taken it four times. Yeah. And he has not passed it. But he hasn't given up. Yeah, he's still he is, he's studying. He's still, still studying, still studying. We've got a new computer program where he practices the questions, and he is still determined to pass it. Yeah. But what does that do to your mama's heart when he, come, when, when he oh, hasn't passed? Oh, my gosh. When I'm sitting there waiting while he's taking it, mm-hmm. and then while I'm waiting, he comes back out, and then we're waiting for them to tell us if he passed it. Um, I'm just sick. Yeah. Sick. Yeah. About it. Yeah. And then when they tell me, and while I hear them say, well, you didn't pass today. I'm like, oh, oh no. And I don't I don't know that he really wants a driver's license. Mm. He really doesn't. I just think he wants to pass this he wants stupid to pass test. The test. And I just want him to pass the yeah. test so that he can have his permit. His per- yeah. And then I think that will just be... He'll yeah. be so glad. Yeah. And the, but your husband takes him driving. They'll go practice driving. Yes, they just practice in the church parking lot. Just in the church parking lot, yeah. everyone. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yes. no need to be on the lookout. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, um, they go, they take some driving just once a week. I mean, yeah. one day a week, one not a week. That's all he, he wants that's all to he do. Asked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I know that that, you know, that's so hard when you see your, your child trying yes, so, so hard. So hard. And then... Not not, not being able to do it. Yeah. And I mean, and he's just, and I can see the nerves and he's just sick going yeah. to take it because he's so nervous about it. Bless his heart. Yeah. Well, so are we studying? So we're studying now and we are studying now. Going back or? We have not, we've not made a day, but we will go back, yeah. but we've not made a day yet. He is yeah. studying on with his new computer program. So we'll see. Wow. Well, when you look to his future, what are your hopes for him? What are you hoping? You know, I know you all ended up, you bought a house for, as a rental rental property close by where you live in hopes that maybe someday he can yes. live there. What else? You know, when you look at, okay, we're getting out of school. Right. What is it that you want for right. him? Well, independent living one day when he's ready, if he mm-hmm. wants to do that. Um, having a, I, you know, extending some hours, maybe getting another job mm-hmm. where he can go you know, have a little something to go to each day. Mm-hmm. Just finding a a good, you know, caregiver that can go with him mm-hmm. to do things and and one that can, you know, go and do and have fun, but also, you know, work and build skills right. in him and work with social skills and all those things. And I just want to have, want him to have a happy life, mm-hmm. an independent life. Yeah. And I, I don't want him to sit at home. Right. And I think people, don't, it's so hard because... When they do transition out of the school system, it's like there's really not, not that much out there. That's right. 
for them to be involved with and active. And so what ends up happening is that the parents, you know, right. as we have all along, you know, right. we create these spaces right. for our kids. So who knows what we'll come up with? I mean, I know. you know, our friend Lori, her her daughter's Yes, in the same, same, the same situation. And, you know, I would love, love to have a day program mm-hmm. here where our, you know, adults right. can go and have something to do. So that that would be, yeah. I mean, big pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have a whole entire, mm-hmm. you know, we live here. Oh, we, yes, you know, the course. whole right. thing. Um, we've talked about that for we years, have haven't talked we? Talked about that yeah. for years. I would. That's really what I would love yeah. to have if I could have anything. Yeah. But um, yeah, if it's not here, then we need to create it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's get busy. I know. Let's have to do. No, I know. I gotta get to <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, you've been on this journey twenty. Did you say they're twenty one or twenty two? Twenty one. They'll be twenty two in July. And if you could go back to young Dawn. All those years ago, you know, I remember, I remember the conversations we would have, you know, I was, because John Alex is 26, so we were a little, a little bit further down. Our stories look different because our sons are different, but, and with their, you know, their, their needs are different, but uh, just the conversations we would have about diet for our kids yes. and, and about school and therapist and all the things. And we got so worked up about so many things that yes. really, looking back now. Lots of it yeah. was not worth it yeah (laughs) but if you could go back and have a conversation with yourself what would you say to to not get so worked up about all of it and I remember someone told you and then you told me that one day he'll be in school and I think the question was asked of this other person who 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 is his speech speech therapist who's a speech therapist and she said I have no idea and and I I now answer that way sometimes because people sometimes will say well what did he was went to a a camp thing or something and somebody said well what are what is it they do at the camp I said I have no idea (laughs) he just went and had fun he's just going and having fun I have no idea and it doesn't even matter anymore Um, so you do get to that Mm -hmm. point and that's that's nice but yeah I mean I. When he transitioned from TEIS to the school system. Um, <laughs> okay, you have to share this story because yeah. it is so funny. So uh, when he transitioned, <laughs> of course, all that I knew at the time was what I'd read on the internet, which was the school system is not going to want to give you anything. You know, you're going to have to fight for everything. So I... Being I, an attorney. I, being an attorney, I booked a court reporter <laughs> to come to the transition meeting. Now, I did not end up bringing her. I called her off. But I was going to bring a court reporter to get down everything that was said. So and so, I, so if that was my start, I've come a long way. Yeah, you, because you've gone from that to being chair of the school board. That's right. That's right. I'm so, vice chair right now. Okay, you're vice chair yeah, right now. Kim Cravens is our current chair. But um, yeah, and 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 it was not it was yeah. not all that I feared. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny that I love that story and I love hearing it from our friend Mildred's perspective, you know, who know. was working for the she school was, system. Yes, she was, she was the was one like, at the meeting. Oh my goodness. She's coming in with the, the court, court reporter. reporter. And now, you know, and it is kind of interesting now because you are on the school board side of things. And so when you are now on that side of the table, looking at how the school system works, what do you see that's different that maybe parents might not understand? You know, the... Uh, our SPED system here in Putnam County it is, is unique, is unique mean, and amazing. Yeah. Now, I mean, there's always things that, that can be improved on, I mean, mm-hmm. always. But it's it's 
pretty fantastic. Pretty yeah. yeah. And we have people that work in our SPED department, I mean, our whole school system, that just love our kids. Mm-hmm. And they really do want what's best yeah. for our kids. Um, and, you know, they, they have to balance that with, you know, the law and right. budgetary and all those mm-hmm. things. But, I mean, we, we have a great SPED mm-hmm. program. And I, and I figured that out. I mean, yeah. I figured it out after I, you know, after you a couple with of IEP meetings. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I figured out I didn't need to yeah. be quite that aggressive. Yeah. Well, what is something that you would say to a parent? Because you've also advocated for families who've had issues with in the school system. Yes. So what's what's like a couple of tips that you would say to a parent who may be having a real issue? Like I remember I, I had an issue. I kind of did scorched earth like you did. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like... Um, there was something with a speech therapist. He wasn't getting what I thought he needed to get. And so I wrote letters to the school board. I didn't go through the chain of command like I should have. I just went, nope, I'm going to go all the way to the school board. Yeah. Wishing after I had done that, that I hadn't done that. Because that was not the right path. But so we all have those moments of like trying to figure out what do we do in these situations and and not being all stressed because we're dealing with just the, the disabilities and dealing with all the things that are going on. Yes. So what are a couple of tips you would tell yeah. a parent? Well, that was the first one is the chain of command. Mm-hmm. If you're having an issue, you know, start with the teacher. Mm-hmm. And then from the teacher, you go to the principal. And from the principal, then you can go to your probably your SPED director. Yeah. Not to the school board. Not <laughs> to the school board. Because I'll be honest with you, the school board does not make those decisions. Yeah. We we don't do that. Now, I have families that call me yeah. and I and I don't represent anyone in Putnam County right. as an attorney, right. but they'll call me and we'll walk through it. And I'll say, okay, now have you talked to this person, this person, mm-hmm. this person? And if they have or or haven't, we start there. Yeah. And then I have been able to, you know, call and say, hey, can you look in on, you right. know, such and such right. and just see what's, see what's going, going on there, on there mm-hmm. because something's um, not quite right. And then my other, you know, you go into a meeting, I mean, you know what your child needs, but you have a thought of what that should look like. Right. And then the school system has another thought. Right. Well, don't discount it just mm-hmm. because it's coming from it's coming from right. them. Right. Yeah. And because I, I remember it, Austin always had an assistant with him and um, Tanya Wheeler, who's phenomenal. Love her. Mm-hmm. Love you, Tanya. <laughs> um, she we you know, we chose an assistant and I did not, I, I did not think this was going to be a good choice. Mm-hmm. I, I did not want person, mm-hmm. but I said, okay, let's give it a try. So we gave it a try and she's great. The assistant's great, but it just, those two just didn't, they didn't mesh. So we figured it out about halfway through and Tony came to me and said, you know, I'm sorry that we, mm-hmm. do we need to make a change? Yeah. And I said, yeah, I think we do. But I mean, she might've been right. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I had, cause there's many times that she, others and she was right and mm-hmm. I didn't think it was the right thing right. to do right? right when they said hey I think we need to split Sydney and Austin into different classrooms mm-hmm. oh well that's not happening people uh, and then but we did and it ended up being mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. because then Sydney didn't feel like she had to be, be Austin's persons right. all the time right so there have been things that have been suggested that I hated and worked out great uh-huh. and things that were suggested that didn't work out well mm-hmm. so you did. You never know. You yeah. got to be open gotta, to you, open to all the thoughts. Yeah, and not just going with your your what. You, yes, yeah. because sometimes parents, especially mamas, we think our child needs all all these things and and can't do 
these things, mm-hmm. right? It's because we want to protect them and we right. want to take care of them. Right. But really, they could, mm-hmm. they can. We just got to let it go a little yeah. bit to do that, yeah. which is hard, Ooh, which is boy. so hard. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's still hard at 26. Yes. You know, when they're 26 yes. years old. So, well, we have um, By the Brook coming up in person mm. this year. In person. In Cookville. And you, if anybody has... As I know I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm going to bring it up because mm. it's so classic. But for a couple of years, when we were doing By the Brook completely virtual, you and Lori Chapman yes. did our special needs live comedy, which is hysterical. And if you have not seen it, you must go immediately after listening to this podcast mm-hmm. to the Rising Above app and find it because it is um, just hysterical. And so you and Lori... Yes. Are going to be back on stage live. That's that's what I've heard. That's what you've heard. Yeah, you found that up. You found out about I that today. I just found today. out about that today. Yes. Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to reel you in. I know. Um, I know. But it's going to be great. And so that's coming up June 21st and 22nd. And so people can come and see you live yes, in action. Yes, you don't want to miss that. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be great. I think I think we uh we we may pull out some some of the classics. From the past, too. That would be fun. I think that would be that fun. That would be fun. I think that would be fun. But, well, Don, we close out every podcast by asking our guests, what are ways that you rise above your circumstances and find joy in your story? I think you have, I, we, my family, we have to find ways to be amused. Absolutely. About it. Yeah. Because sometimes it's, you know, it it, it, it can be sad, but we, it, it we just laugh about it. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, things we the just try to find, that, yeah. we just try to find mm-hmm. funny things mm-hmm. that, that you know, we can just find joy and laughter mm-hmm. in. And um, just finding a community, finding mm-hmm. people that get you and I'm understand you. I'm glad you're in my you. community. I'm glad you're mine. <laughs> and um, that's really important yeah. to have people that, that build you up. And mm-hmm. if you have people that are not doing that, mm-hmm. then... They need to go. Yeah, we, you yeah. gotta you gotta surround yourself with people who are gonna build you up. That's and, exactly right. Yeah. And sometimes you're the one who helps build somebody up who's not in a good place. So, well, and I that's think, what the community is that's for, right? Right. You all yeah. can't be up in the pit at the same time. No, no but you know that saying. I do we know gotta, that. We know that one. Got to be there to pull somebody else out. Well, Dawn, I love you, and I'm so grateful. Thank that you. You are my friend, and have been for so long, and just um, continue. You know, just watching our boys grow up and helping them transition into new things and so just thank you for all you do and i forgot to say you also serve on our board of directors oh i do above so thank you you're welcome for all you you do for our families here at rising above so we're grateful thank you so much for having me once again thank you for joining us on this episode of rising above with becky davidson created and produced by rising above ministries to learn more about us and our resources for special needs families visit risingaboveministries.org or download our free app. If you've enjoyed listening and want to hear more, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. You can always share it to encourage a friend. And remember, joy can be found in every story.